Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the world's longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to create your own sales success. We are glad you're here. My name is Brian Neal. And I'm Bill Kasky. We are your hosts this episode and all episodes of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Has there ever been another host to the Advanced Selling Podcast? We have not. Had, we've had like fill-in hosts. Yeah. Brooke Green filled in. Brooke Green. Back in the day. And we've, co- we've uh, soloed Co- it soloed. a few times. I don't think but... we've had a guest host, though, to sit in the chair like we We should did, try that sometime. Like when Regis left, Kathy <laughs> Lee and Regis. I'm pointing. They, yeah, yeah. yeah to, no, I don't think Jen, our friend, our producer friend Jen wants to be part no. of this. She started shaking her head really bad. We you know what we should do is we should auction off a guest host spot to one of our listeners. That's a good Whoever idea. Whoever pays the most, you could pay That's like $15,000 to me and Bill, come be the co-host. People will do that kind of well, stuff, Well, how would we they? narrow it down? with The guy who bids the most. Whoever <laughs> oh, okay. pays us the most yeah. gets to come in a co-host. There's no narrowing down of anything. It's a reverse auction. <laughs> reverse into my pocket, right? Isn't that how that works? That's okay, good. so just send your a listener in Advanced Selling Podcast. And your bid. Auction. It's send cl- your bid in. We'll take bid. opening bids uh, starting uh, as soon as you finish listening to this episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever been in a class teaching and someone, maybe one of your students, raises their hand and says, oh, well, I know what you mean, Brian. What you mean is, and they go off on a, a tangent, <laughs> uh, and you uh, kind of look at them like, uh, no, it's that's not, not really. <laughs> I, was at a, um, I was at a kettlebell class on Saturday up in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, and you, I was up, did you drive to Kalamazoo for I was up in class? Grand Rapids on Friday. Oh, gotcha. And it was okay. a kettlebell class. And oh, I'm, nice. I'm into kettlebells. And yeah, this is the right. first time I've ever had instruction. So I took the seven-hour class of lifting kettlebells for seven Jeez, hours. Jeez, But um, we were in the class, and there was an older guy. He actually was an Iraq veteran, really nice guy. Yeah. But um, And she was teaching us how to do a certain thing with the kettlebell. And, and he said, and these were like 40-pound kettlebells, so they were significant. And he said, yeah. well, you know, um, it's kind of like if you get a hot holder, and you get a hot holder, and you pull a little thing out, and you twirl it around your hand. It's kind of like that. Yeah. And one of the ladies said, w- w- a what? And he said, a hot holder. Yeah. And, I, and somebody else said, I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, he said, a hot holder. She said, you mean a pot holder? <laughs> yeah. And then the teacher said, well, well, how does twirling a three-ounce pot holder be the same? And everybody in the room's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. okay, no. uh, teacher, why don't you go ahead and take it from here? And she even looked at one of her co-teachers. Have you ever heard that? Have you yeah. ever heard of yeah, that? Like, right. try to be nice. Yeah. Yeah, and, and validate her. So, like, right, he's an idiot, right? That's what she's kind of <laughs> saying. That's what she's really Did saying. Did you hear what this idiot That's says? That, yeah. A hot holder twirling. Now, can I, there's an admission here. I knew what he meant. Oh, he said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I, I did well, that, I, and I, I do that. I'm like, oh yeah, I get that. Did you so. ever? Okay, here's this is aging me or uh, dating me, not aging me. Hopefully, yeah. Too. Did you ever make pot holders when you oh, were? Oh yeah, I remember yeah, the, the weaving, little weaving thing. thing? <laughs> those little things. Oh, those are great. What a great invention. Yeah. What were they called? Mm. The, uh, they were called loom, like a fresh they loom. They were like or a loom. loom. Okay, Doug Drozen. I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm when, feeling a fact check coming on. There was a couple of us, and we had those things, and they were sharp. You know, they had yes. teeth on one end, and we yes. used to be, just before somebody would sit down, we'd shove one of those. <laughs> oh, God. Those are brutal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Big guy that is who was bouncing mean. into his seat. Yeah, talking big about a hot holder, my friend. <laughs> what were those called? Doug, we please look that up? Doug Drozen or. Advanced link podcast. There was a checker. time they were called something like a <laughs> magic loom or something like that. What were they called? Something I remember like every that. day after school, I come home and make those. Those things, are the best. I, I wondered if yeah, about my masculine. Bill, you want to go play basketball? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm making a I'm making a hot holder for mom. <laughs> I'm gonna. Is to that go what with, you called them? No, I call them pot uh, holders. Pot holders, yeah, pot holders. Yeah. But I knew what he meant. So yeah. Anywho, anyway, okay, so. our topic today has to do with detachment. And Bill, I think this is a listener-inspired topic, is it not? It is. We have a, a lots of good listeners who uh, send us lots of good topics. And this was one that we picked out of the uh, of the pile of questions because it really kind of struck a note with us. Yeah, very much so. 
And uh, let's see, he says, uh, I've read Same Game New Rules, been a podcast listener forever. Thanks for the great material. I'm writing uh, about detachment. Mm-hmm. I, I now open a first meeting, arranged after a phone call, explaining to the prospect what today is really about is discovery for us both. We may be a fit, we may not. Good, good student. And mm-hmm. let's decide the next steps together. Uh, he says, this seems very well received. He's getting lots of good information. But he says, I'm really confused about how long that detachment, that, that, um, that the feeling of detachment should go through the call. So he says, yeah. a lot of times, we'll then get into a capabilities presentation. Right. And uh, so he gets into the end of the call where he has to do more stuff. And he says, you know, should I continue to be detached? Yeah. And where is the line? And I think it's a great question because Wonderful. we've been teaching detachment forever. Yep. But we've probably never addressed this idea of how long do you become detached and what does it sound like later on in the yeah. process? So maybe we talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, and I think, I think let's, uh, this one will do a little bit more commentary than we will tips or how-tos, I think, necessarily. Because this is something um, Bill and I, we both try work really hard to evolve our content. So as life goes on, the game changes and we change with it. Mm-hmm. And so things that we may have taught students to do or say in 2003 – we may even have adjusted our approach because I don't, I don't, I don't think Absolutely. staying stuck in the one mm-hmm. thing, that's what gets a lot of people in trouble, right? That's why you got sales trainers from, you know, teach you stuff from 1980, mm-hmm. uh, haven't changed a bit. So this is one that I take full responsibility with my clients, and they would tell you this, to say, um, I have done uh, almost too good of a job teaching detachment, and I've noticed that it has caused people to become and sound too passive, in my opinion. Yeah. And so this is something I have a really strong opinion about the other way now. And so to the specific question of how long does that last, let's, I want to clarify a couple things. Detachment lies within you, all right? It's purely in your heart and soul. It's how you feel. It's all it is. It has nothing to do necessarily with your words at the beginning. It's all how you feel. Once you feel a certain way and you lean on our idea of intent, now you're clean to do and say what you want. And so the idea of saying... Uh, on the sixth call, when I've been negotiating a contract, uh, hey, and if we don't want to do this, it's okay. No. It seem, doesn't right? It doesn't no. make any sense because I'm like bullsh- stuff, yeah. bull stuff, bull hockey. There. Sorry. Easy there. Whoops. Family no show. FCC around here. No. Yeah, yeah. Baloney. Is that better? Yes. Baloney. Yeah. There's a 1970s throwback for you. Uh, it it uh, it doesn't make any sense. And so the first, I think, examination for me lies within, and it is how do I feel first? And if I feel good with intent. And I want to do something, then I want to do something. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm attached to it. It means I want to do it. So I want to do it. Yeah. So you're you're saying that there's a uh, just because you're not detached doesn't mean you're attached. Detachment is a feeling within. I wrote down the word disengagement here. I think there's a difference mm-hmm. between being disengaged, which is what you just kind of described. Hey, yeah. you know what? Seventh call. If you want to do it, fine. If you don't, that's disengaged. I don't have any confidence in your ability to solve my problem if that's if that's your yeah. approach. Yes. So. I think at some point you have to display conviction yeah. that that if someone buys from you or chooses you or wants to come along with you that you will be committed. I don't I don't ever want detachment to feel like uncommitted. You mean uncommitted? That's is what, what I you said. mean. Uncommitted. Oh, uncommitted. Yeah, uncommitted. yeah sorry. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it can. Now, uncommitted yes. up front, it, you're you're still creating the atmosphere yeah. for what the prospect is interested in. You you do not want to sell and be attached. But the further along it goes, I think you can say, look. You know, uh, we're, we've been five calls into this. Are you? Are we in or not? Yeah, and, and, and I that's think not deta- that doesn't mean you're attached. Correct. Yeah, and I think you say and think about it too. 
and this is how I just, I never really taught this. It's just how I, I showed up personally. I thought I need to do a better job teaching this to my own clients is I'm not going to do a capabilities presentation if I don't think I want to work with a client. So by virtue of me doing it and putting the effort, those are pains, you know, and for us, we might go do like a sample, like an hour, that's an hour and a half, then go do like a lunch and learn for free or something for a sales team or exec team. Um, I'm not going to do that if I don't want to work with you. I, I, through the discovery phase, if I get to stage two, I'm in stage two because I want to work with you. That's why I'm here. And I'm not attached. If we don't work together, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. And I want to work with you. Does that make sense? You can do both. You can do both. both. And that's where I think the... The, the, the misapplication here is people don't understand that you can want to do something and not be attached to yeah, it. Yeah. You can want to do something and not be attached to it. And it's a real interesting, introspective journey. You've got to go on and figure question. that out. Here, and I know we, we said we weren't going to give people tips, but uh, I'm going to give one. Tips. Go ahead. Uh, here's a tip. <laughs> uh, and the tip is just the, the language in the event. Yeah. In the event we decide to do this together, here's exactly what I'm going to deliver. Here's exactly how it will work. Here's yeah. exactly the promise I can make and the results you can expect. But it still keeps, it, you're not assuming anything. No. Um, but it's not, it's not from a place of totally disengagement. In the event you work with us, Brian, let me tell you exactly what to expect and how it works. And you go through it and, yeah. and then you could ask, you know, d- does that sound like something you're interested in or not? If not, that's fine. But at some point, we're going to have to make a decision. Yeah. And I, and I, and I want to add, and I want to go to the place where if I'm around a group salespeople and I'm going to go talk to the CEO after that, so let's say I do a discovery call, I come back, I do a, a freebie session or a session on my dime at a lunch and learn, I get done. I'm going to go to that CEO and say, based on what I'm seeing here, you bring me in here, you're going to see something good. Yeah. You just yeah. are. I'm just yeah. telling you that. And I'm not trying to be cocky about it. And you, you were looking at two other trainers and that's great. They resonate better. But I'm telling you from what I see, I want to work with these guys yeah. and yeah. I want to. And if I, I get a no, I get a no. That's right. So you see that? So you, you got to go there. That, that's the difference. So the lesson here is to separate that that internal feeling because you're you're still detached, but you're convicted and convinced in your yeah. ability to help them. Yes. I think that's, and it might be a fine line, but I, I don't think it is. I think once you listen to this podcast, listen to it a couple of times and try to recognize where in your process you mm-hmm. are too detached. Yes. And and if you're feeling it, I always say we always say if you feel it, say it. If you feel like, you know what, I want to work with these guys, you yeah. say it. Yeah, absolutely. Amen to that. Yeah. yeah. And don't be don't think that because you're saying that that you're sounding needy. The, the resistance I get from my clients is, well, I feel like that sounds pushy. I'm like, well, you know, if you got type two diabetes and I got the cure, well, I don't want to tell you, Bill, because I don't yeah, want to be you pushy. Think I'm trying to I'm sell just going to let your, cure. yeah, yeah, your, your everything let bad happen to you. Away. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. good, good topic. That's a great topic. Really? Thanks to Mark from. Uh, is he from Liverpool? No, he's from UK. That's not Liverpool, is it? Well, I think Liverpool's we had in the one. UK. Is yeah, I know. Yeah, we had but, another one from Liverpool. But anyway, Mark, thanks for your message or for your question. And if you have a question, make sure you email it to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. We're starting to get more and more of these. In fact, our next couple episodes are going to be from our listeners. They are. Well, that does it for today's episode, Brian. Awesome. <laughs> yes, it does. It, it was does. great. <laughs> if you want to get your sales game ready for prime time, go to advancedsellingpodcast.com. Download a free copy of our ultimate pregame audio program. It is the very next step to advancing your success. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast through iTunes or your favorite podcasting platform. And also, Brian, take two minutes and review this podcast. Give me two minutes. lots of review. Yeah, two or, or a minute. Yeah, two take seconds. a minute. Yeah. And you can also join the conversation on LinkedIn, and we will see you next Monday. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.